Hi, I'm Lauren Stiving, and welcome to this episode of the Career Success Podcast. Today we'll be joined by Dimas Jimeno, a Spanish businessman with more than 18 years of experience in retail. Between 2014 and 2018, he was president of El Corte Inglés, a retail giant in Spain and Europe, with annual sales of 16 billion euros, 35 shopping centers in Spain and Portugal, and more than 92,000 employees. During his career at El Corte Inglés, Dimas promoted and led the company's e-commerce transformation, creating an online platform and positioning it as a serious competitor for Amazon in Spain. For this reason and many more, we've invited him here today to discuss with us the current state of retail. Welcome, Dimas. Thank you very much. It's a pleasure to be here with you. And let's see if I can uh, help a little bit in, in order to understand what's going on in these amazing moments for retail. Sure. So we were both recently attending the Retail and Brand Experience World Congress here in Barcelona, and there were a range of topics discussed. There were a couple of common threads, in my opinion, um, in various presentations and panel discussions, one being how smaller brands can make it into large retailers the second being how large retailers can stay relevant, and specifically to millennial consumers. I think I had never heard the word millennial so many times besides that Congress. So I'd like to start just with the smaller brands. During our conversation there, you had mentioned that you're working with some smaller brands now. I would be interested to understand what are some of the challenges that smaller brands have at the moment? Okay, well, I think it's an excellent moment to have the initiative to whether just create one or just if you have smaller brand and, and you really want to make it uh, big or bigger. Mm-hmm. I think it's a, it's a very interesting moment because right now you can find excellent brands that are in the, in the digital commerce ground. And I think that, and I'm a true believer that soon we will end uh, talking about physical or, and digital, everything's going to be the same thing. And in a natural way, it will be just part of, of something that it's the same. And then you have different ways to contact the client. Mm-hmm. So I think that there is a very interesting opportunity to give those digital brands the opportunity or the uh, elements to, to really go beyond the digital experience and start engaging physically with the with the client i think that there is a huge uh, world there to talk about and and and, and make these uh, interesting uh, op- opportunities and i think that nowadays i don't see yet real platforms or really mechanisms to really help these kind of brands to to move fast to the to the physical ground mm-hmm. and on the other hand i see lots of interesting um, brands that are mainly physical and probably they're not just uh, as good as they should on really uh, um, being also digital. So I think that as long as you are good, and as long as you are nice and a new brand that offers sometimes in a little scale, but you can be really, really dif- differentiated. As long as you have those uh, elements, it's going to be really a, a matter of how do I engage better the client and whether uh, I am a digital native or a physical uh, native brand then uh, it's going to be very important to see how fast you go into this i, w- I don't like to call it omni-channel because i think the omni-channel is it's, it's a word that's been invented by the physical 
uh, retailers that they need to be also digital. Mm-hmm. I think that it's, it's more accurate to talk about new retail and, and how, how fast you move into this common ground for both spaces and whether you, bega- you began on one, how do you move into the other one and really become just one experience. So I really think that it is a, a very interesting moment and anything you create in order to help and in order to be a part of that transition, I think it's, an, it's a very interesting time being a, an actor in this, in this scenario and also help these, these interesting brands to, to move on. And there are a number of brands that aren't in a physical or don't have a physical store now that are only online. Do you think they need a physical presence or what does the physical presence add to them? I'm absolutely a believer of that they need a physical space because, first of all, I don't think that there can only be a digital or not physical experience. I think that uh, especially in, in some categories, it's just impossible not to have the, the physical engagement. It is okay. true that now, nowadays you can almost buy everything digital and you can receive it uh, whatever you want in a correct manner or, or way. But it's hard to understand that at the end of the day, you won't have the need of really getting in touch to the product and also do that engagement. In fact, I think there are some essential things uh, related to commerce, like, for example, the social part that I think that you cannot avoid and, and you cannot uh, live without it. So I think that it, that's absolutely needed. Another question is if, re- if retailers are doing the job right, which I think many times they're not doing it. So if I were to create a, a digital brand, and obviously nowadays it's much more easier to, mm-hmm. to start on the digital and then move on to physical rather than do it in the other way, I certainly will have on my calendar or on my business plan a moment when I, when I need to move into physical. It is true that moving into physical is very complicated. In mm-hmm. fact, it should be more easier to move from physical to digital because it is supposed that you have some tools and some structures that, that will help to do it. So that's, and believe me, I know because I've been there uh, for many years, being operating physical stories is very complicated because you have to deal with rents, you have to deal with, with uh, labor issues, you have to deal with unions and all those stuff mm-hmm. that are very complicated. So probably I think there is a huge business opportunity for everybody to create a first stage of these digital brands to find a friendly environment and um, opportunities to become uh, physical in the, in, but in the, in the first stage to do it in a very uh, smooth way. Imagine a place where uh, everything would be easy for you and, and someone would do it for you that has the experience of the physical world. I think that it would be a very interesting next step to help these brands to move on to physical and for them to understand and see how important is that engagement. Uh, you are an expert uh, on retail and you know that there are several surveys and, and studies that prove that these new generations they really um, value the physical uh, experiences because they value a lot of the social part of of shopping Mm -hmm. and also the engagement. So it's just a matter of understanding that it's more about how you do it, whether you need to do it or not. Obviously, it's just a matter of scale and it's just a matter of opportunity. So I'm a true believer that 
soon we will not talk um, more about physical or digital it's going to be just uh, substituted by a normal way of understanding commerce and it will be just uh, the same so it will be parts of the same thing in fact if you see what's going on in china which i, I know it's difficult to understand because no, no no one really understands what's going on there but uh, big uh, retailers like uh, Alibaba or JD.com, I mean, they are opening stores in a very natural way. Mm-hmm. And they come from the huge digital experience. So that's also a proof that um, there's the, obviously there's no discussion there about the, the traditional retail because everything is new. Even, even mm-hmm. the clients are new because everybody's digital native. So, and you can see how there, this uh, transition into physical from the digital is absolutely done with no discussion. It's something normal. And obviously, if you talk to a Chinese retailer and you talk about omni-channel, he's going to say, what's that? I mean, <laughs> what's omni-channel? I mean, this is just about new retail. This is the way we do it. And we understand in a natural way that we need to touch the client. We need to uh, engage this client. We need to create a physical experience to complement mm-hmm. the, the, the whole experience. So I think that probably it's more of a, a part of a, an American and European conversation about these, you know, uh, discussions about physical and digital, that it's normal because obviously we come from a huge physical uh, tradition. But believe me, soon, sooner than we think, this is going to be substituted by a natural way of understanding just one way of doing commerce and retail. And I believe that, obviously, in answering your question, the smaller you are in the digital, the more uh, need you have to really start the physical experience. Okay. And from looking at China, I mean, obviously, it wouldn't work. Well, maybe it would. I'd like to get your opinion on that, to just cut and paste what they did in China in here in Europe or even in the U.S., so what do you think, how can that be adapted, you know, taking what they're doing in China, adapting that to either the U.S. market or European market? What does that look like to you? That's a very good question. I mean, probably you won't be able to do it because obviously there are some social and some um, cultural differences that mm-hmm. would make that to happen very difficult. But it will come. Obviously, in the United States and Europe, the discussions about privacy and data, I mean, are, are very, very important. And, and they must be because obviously we are very protective of what's going on with our with information about us as individuals. And obviously, that discussion is not happening in China. So mm-hmm. probably it's just really about understanding what, the, what are the pieces of Chinese retail that really are interesting for us to learn. And to be honest, I think that anything that has to do with retail tech and how technology applies to that understanding of just one world of innovation and and one world of understanding one client in one environment, I think that is very interesting for us. In fact, as an Spaniard and understanding that in Spain, digital retail is about one third of what represents in the United States, Mm -hmm. which is an advantage for us. Nowadays, to understand what's going on and, and what's going to happen in the future, it will be a mix of watching what's going on in in United States and UK, for example, as a very developed market in digital. But I would never forget what's going on in China because it's like a a, a little bit of, of a step beyond. Because, for example, anything that has to do with artificial intelligence, 
uh, anything that has to do with uh, RFID, anything that has to do with uh, recognizing the client. All those things are happening faster and are moving into more uh, practical thing rather than United States or UK. So, so I think that it's really relevant what's going on. And what's more amazing is that probably today to understand uh, what's going on in the United States or UK, it's, it's quite easy because there's lots of conversation going on. But if you want to understand what's going on in China, if you're not there and you don't really move with the right people, you won't be able really to, to understand what's going on because, in fact, uh, it's hard to, to understand. So, so probably the, um, the right answer to your question would be, obviously, you cannot apply what's going on there to our traditional markets. But if you do the right filter and you do the right transition, I think it's very useful because and they are really going a step beyond. In some cases and some issues like the technology ones, they're going really fast and they're applying everything into a real world much faster than the markets that we're talking about. Well, Dimas, I appreciate you joining us today and thank you for your insights on, on the state of retail. I'm sure our listeners have learned something today and gotten some key takeaways. So thank you so much. Thank you very much. It's been a pleasure.